You're listening to a classic business podcast as heard on Classic 1027. 1027. I'll never forget the last day of classic business uh, because it's uh, the day former President Jacob Zuma finally had his Stalingrad strategy crushed by the long and slow grinding wheel of justice. The question is uh, whether he and his erstwhile friend and benefactor Shabir Sheikh uh, shared doctors. But it is indeed the lofty and lonely work of the judiciary, impervious to public commentary and political rhetoric, to uphold, protect and apply the constitution and the law at any and all costs. The corollary duty borne by all members of South African society, lawyers, lay people and politicians alike, is to respect and abide by the law and court orders issued in terms of it, because unlike other arms of state, courts rely solely on the trust and confidence of the people to carry out the constitutionally mandated function. The matter before us has arisen because these important duties have been called into question and the strength of the judiciary is being tested. With that opening paragraph, Justice Kampepe began the Constitutional Court's judgment uh, earlier today, which sentenced former President Jacob Zuma to 15 months imprisonment after finding him guilty of contempt of court unsuspended. And I'm joined now by uh, Richard Callan, Associate Professor in Public Law at the University of Cape Town and a founding partner of the Pater Nostra Group. Richard, a significant judgment, uh, but how significant in the context of a country trying to clean up after years of state capture and a declining respect for the rule of law? Your reaction? Well, it's funny and interesting that you began with that uh, lengthy quote from the beginning of this judgment, which uh, is an excellent quote. And I've just written a piece uh, about the judgment. And I began also with that opening paragraph of Justice Campepe, <laughs> not just because it's poetic and so powerful and compellingly written, but because it does capture the essence of this, which is around equality before the law, the idea that none of us uh, should be treated differently, that we are all in it together, as it were. And I think that's a really important principle because that culture of impunity, which of course is the opposite of accountability, has been an abiding and dangerously corrosive theme of the last 10 years. And whether it's the man in the street or the woman on the top of the Clapham omnibus or it's the investor in London or New York, I think there is a groundswell of opinion that wants a change in that, that wants to see accountability, that wants to see people who do bad things and who abuse power held to account. And today was a very important moment in that process because Mr. Zuma, as your intro said, has been very effective at using this kind of Stalingrad uh, process, this strategy over many, many years to evade accountability. Today, he was hoisted by his own petard because, in fact, he ran out of legal runway. And the strength of the rule of law, which he's, a, he's used to his advantage like a Tai Chi operator over so many years, today it crushed him. And I found the, the judgment, and interesting that we chose the same quote there, uh, having not read your piece clearly yet, uh, I found the judgment poetic. And there was another poetic uh, turn of phrase, it cannot be gainsaid that the longer that Mr. Zuma's recalcitrance is allowed to sit in the light and the heat of day, so the threat faced by the rule of law and the administration of justice curdles. And that is really, it runs to the heart of what you were saying. In the public's 
I. The longer there's this lack of accountability, the more hopeless uh, we become about the future. So this really is about restoring the rule of law. Some might say, though, that it's gone a little bit too far because the decision at which Kampepe and the majority arrive at, namely an order of direct committal, constitutes really an unprecedented step forward on the trajectory of contempt litigation. But these are extraordinary circumstances. How do you read the ultimate sanction of 15 months unsuspended? Yes, and Michael, you've touched there on what ultimately was the main clash between the majority judgment of seven justices and the minority judgment of of two uh, justices. The latter, the minority, felt that in contempt proceedings, when someone is uh, in both first and first instance and final instance, because of course there's no appeal from this decision, when in those circumstances the uh, contempt nor the respondent, Mr. Zuma, is sent directly to prison, they uh, held that that was wrong, that that was a breach of his Section 35 fair trial rights in the Constitution. The majority said nonsense. These are uh, civil proceedings, contempt proceedings, and so therefore the fair trial rights in Section 35 don't apply. And they also said, as you indicate, that these were exceptional circumstances. Yes, uh, unprecedented, but Mr. Zuma had created that exceptional circumstance by his unwarranted unjustified and unfounded attacks upon both the court and the rule of law more generally. And of course, his refusal behind all of this, his refusal to come to the Zondo Commission and give evidence, which lies at the heart of this. We shouldn't lose sight of that. In the end, he just didn't want to give evidence in front of the Zondo Commission. Why? Because he would uh, no doubt find it impossible not to dig a legal hole for himself there, given the mountain of evidence against him. And he's trying to avoid that. And ultimately, in the end, the court has said, well, you must be held responsible for that decision. What does this mean now for Zuma's arms deal case, which is still to be tried? Well, um, you know, it's not uncommon for people who are in prison on uh, matter X to have to be brought from prison in order to sit in the dock in matter uh, Y. So I don't think it makes, frankly, any difference. It shouldn't make any difference. Um, no doubt he will try and uh, find a way of, of uh, using this as an excuse for a further delay in that trial. But actually, that, that trial should go on. Richard Cannon, Associate Professor in Public Law at the University of Cape Town, founding partner of the Paternoster Group, uh, with reaction to uh, a, a monumental judgment today. Do yourself a favour. Safley had it out uh, within hours after the judgment. Uh, so kudos to them. Download it, read it. It makes for a very fascinating judgment. You're listening to Classic Business.